Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 13. Lucky 13. <laughs> we forgot the clacker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where is that thing? <laughs> See, and we did it. Where on is the... that thing? The garage is empty. Well, we just got change of foot here, Ed. You can just tell by looking at the backdrop. Hi, everybody. This is Joe Sibergandio, and you're listening to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. I'm here with the Evil One, Evil Ed. I can't look up and see the sponsors. Well, you should know them by now. There's like fucking six of them, and we've been doing this for five years. Let's start off with the big guy. Pioneer. Well, sure. You've always liked Pioneer, you said, because you remember him when you were young. Yeah, Pioneer. Everyone had Pioneer. Like mini bikes. Everybody had one. Bonanzas. Oh, <laughs> Pioneer Car Audio, a big shout out to them. I'd like to thank some of our uh, co-sponsors who make uh, make this a lot easier for us. They help us out a lot of ways. Our friends over at uh, Small Engine Cams. Small Engine Cams. Talked to Tim today. Or was it today? Today I talked to him through mail. Talked to him on the phone on Friday. You got through? I did. Persistence. You know who else I talked to today? No. Oh. I talked to um, Temecula Bob. You did? I did. He said to say hi. Oh, cool. Hi, Bob. Trying to get him to come out. I wish he would. It's still tough, you know, Ed? Yeah, when you get old. Yeah, you don't want to. It's really... like me. I have a, a podcast tonight. All right. I, I just worked freaking six hours and freaking tired. All right, I'll go. I was feeling the same way today, not so much because of the podcast. I was actually looking forward to it. It kept me up. But it was the heat still. Fucking heat crank back up again. Oh, yeah. It's so supposed it's like, to be triple digits by the end of the week. But it's nice now. And it's a nice night. Hopefully, it's a nice night where you guys are listening in from all over. Uh, you know, we're national. Got some good indications that we've got folks coming from all over for the upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Held it right here in beautiful La Crescenta, October the 13th. Brought to you by Pioneer. And I wanted to pick back up on our other sponsors, our friends at Small Engine Cams. Thank you, Tim. CRC. CRC, Go yep. Power Sports, GoPowerSports.com, Studs Motorsports, Studs Eric, yep, uh, uh, F&B Racing, F&B Racing, and we have a few other folks that uh, will be joining us, uh, as well as some other folks that uh, are a big part of the event that are returning, and you know, it's around this time that I try to assemble the crew. If you start to do it too early, it just doesn't work. You gotta you gotta let. People go on. It's like, what am I going to do? Start asking you if you're going to help me at my event in, in, in July? <laughs> yeah. So I wait. It's a couple of weeks before. <clears throat> and what, what that does is that it allows you, the volunteer, to have an out. Because if I really don't circle back to you until two weeks before the event, you could have likely have planned something. Right. And you know what? You get to do that. Volunteers should never feel like they're begrudgedly going in there to do it because that's not what it's about. So we have some folks that are coming back. Thank you for all you do and help out. He's going to be able to come this year. Last year, he had a, a full dance card. Uh, we have the return of Clarence Barnes. Clarence is the MC. My wife knows him because he hosts many of the popular um, Days of Our Lives soap opera uh, meet and greets. He's a really cool guy. He has been a part of the music scene, working alongside everybody from like Rick D's at Kiss FM back in the day through all the Kanye's and KJ's and all the other, you know, he's he's just he's in that scene, and he's booked all the time because in addition to his entertainment stuff, he does a lot of stuff on automotive, uh, engine masters where they get the top engine builders from around the U.S. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and they uh, they go at it, um, and that's always really cool, and he hosts that. I did that for a year or two, 
but I didn't have that deep rooted technical expertise that you have to have in trying to keep folks entertained while engines are blasting on a dyno you only go so far with my shtick you got to have some legitimate charles mosley tech and i and i i never got that way clarence does a nice job at, at adding that element to it and he'll be with us on the 13th and that allows me to help out a little bit too and i'm looking forward to not so much helping out <laughs> usually when the show starts it's almost as if i can relax it's that prior to part of it so I've got some friends uh, who are coming back, uh, Ira, uh, my daughter Nicole and Linda, um, my sister-in-law Gail, who you know, and Jerry, right. they'll be coming out. And usually we have the Guzman brothers, and last year I had a good buddy of mine, Matt Fielding, who was a local, and he graduated from CV, and he was really well-known here. He was, um, he was just a fun-loving hot rodder. He loved roadkill. And he knew I had a little something to do with that. So I was like a D celebrity in his mind. And he would reach out every once in a while. And I'd have him come over here and I'd give him some stuff every year for Christmas or swap some stories with him. He came, he took some nice photos of my fleet line. And I got to know him a little bit to the point because he was also a mini biker too, obviously, like everybody. And he was rolling down the five, that nasty five freeway or interstate, wherever it is, on last Sunday. And he got, uh, he hit a car going south, the right rear of a BMW, and projectiled him into uh, southbound traffic, bam. And I didn't realize that it was Matt. I was reading local uh, announcements about the fact that they had lost a local CV grad in a tragic accident over the weekend. But I see so much of that shit, I try not to watch it, you know? And, and it wasn't until I started to go on Facebook, you started to see some of these posts, people non-believing that it had happened. And I, I, I read it, it's like, damn. So we lost Matt. And um, we're going to dedicate this podcast as well as, I do a, I do a trophy each year that gives me a, a chance to <laughs> put my hat in there because I don't get involved in the judging. You should have yours, your own. And you just call it Ed's Choice. Want to do that? Yeah, we could do that. Okay, so we'll do that. I'll make a note. Uh, the Ed's Pick... And my Joey, the Joey Award, is just that. I get to pick no matter why or how come. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna co sponsor the Joey Award and it's gonna become the Matt Fielding Award because Matt's just as crazy as I do. There's a photo of him as a young guy with a big smile. That smile on this guy's face just was what he was all about. So Matt, you probably are doing a couple burnouts in purgatory before they let you upstairs, but Knowing you, you probably got somebody that's a hot rodder or a Harley fan that's up there that'll let you in the back door. So good luck to you, brother. You left us a little bit too, too soon. So I'm hoping I'm not seeing you too soon, but when I do, we'll be right in. Matt Fielding. Rest in peace, brother. All right, so you know what's happening too often, Ed? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, you know, yep. it's just a tough deal. So be careful when you're out there on these bikes, mini bikes, motorcycles particularly, because uh, you only got two wheels. <laughs> yeah, people pull right out in front of you even though they see it coming so uh, i've been working with the sponsors and i've been um in touch with many of them i'm uh recruiting stuff for the goodie bags and behind the the wall here in addition to some old coats um i've got a bunch of garb for the event so it's all the banners and all the stuff for the goodie bags 
And if you'd like to, uh, if you're a sponsor of the show, you'd like to supply some items for the goodie bags. We need quantities of 200. No literature. Nobody likes to read anything. They want free stuff. Right, Ed? What? Decals. Decals. Earplugs. Keychains. Samples. Product break, samples. Break clean. One guy wanted to put some pre-rolls in there this year. <laughs> so it's like, just we have to wait on that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but having like a little hashed in off to the side, you know, you never know. Uh, speaking of that, I'd like to also give a shout out to my main girl, Brie Gould. And Brie, I work with over at MG. Brie uh, and Josh are um, awaiting the birth of their newly announced baby girl. And Brie is going to be a perfect mom and Josh is going to be a great husband. So that's that's something that we want to celebrate a little bit too. So shout out to them and all our friends over at MG. And also Motorin. Um, Motorin is an app that's fueled by SEMA. Ira was here, if you recall. Ira right. from SEMA. And uh, that app is growing in popularity. We're going to post our event there on the Motorin app. I got a heads up from the main man, Peter, over there. Said we should use that app. He noticed that our our big event on October the 13th was enlisted. So that was nice. You know, Ed, you have an open invitation, although I don't see you taking advantage of it for the SEMA show. If you're welcome to come up. If, oh. you, do, if, if you do decide to come up, you should come up the Friday, the last day of the show. And uh, we'll get your room. So you don't have to worry about driving around on the same day, that Friday night. And who knows? I may have to get the scooter going for you so you can get around this year. We have to rent the scooter. <laughs> I tell you, the day was rough. Ugh. So you, you mentioned your day was tough, and then you had to do the podcast. What was your day like today? Busy. Freaking place orders a bunch of stuff, like, ahead of time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they say, can you push it up? The date or the quantity? The dates. Oh, Okay. So then we we don't have like enough parts because we plan for what they ordered. Sure. And now all of a sudden they push their stuff up and we're begging for our suppliers for the parts. And then I got to put the stuff together, put it in boxes, load it up on a pallet, wrap the pallet. Did you get it done? Yeah, I got it done. See? That's what makes you evil Ed. Everybody else, see, it's all right to bitch about it if you get it done, right? Yeah, I you, earn, you earn the right to bitch about it. The problem is that these everybody bitches about it, and then you say, "So what happened?" They say, "Well, we didn't get it done." I'm retired. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever be retired. <laughs> you know, because you, you're not. What are you gonna do? Watch fucking soap operas? I'm around here a little bit more often now, making some calls from home. No, um, and it's tough, isn't it? Just on to mini bikes and stuff. Well, that's all right. That's all right, but when you have a like, you know. It's a part-time job, yeah. But it still gets in the way every day of what you want to do. Here's what I'd love to do. Think about it. I, what time do you go to bed? Me, probably like eleven. All right, eleven thirty. So, so from now on, you go to bed at twelve thirty. You, you greet the next day before you go to bed. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna stay up till twelve thirty. <clears throat> what time do you get up? Four thirty. Fuck that. No, 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 no. <laughs> From now on, you're going to get up at 8. 8. I can't do it. Well, because you get up automatically? Yeah. That'll take some time. Plus, the dog's licking my face, wanting to go out. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else there. No, well, that's no, all right. No, um, my face. <laughs> what if you got up, then what time, at 4? 4? 4.30. You let the dog lick your your, at, uh, your face. You then... Let her out. You then take a shower. Then go back to bed till 8. Oh, then I won't want to go to work. No, no, no. You're not working now. This I'm saying we're talking about a perfect scenario. You're going to bed at 1230 at night. You're getting up early, maybe six-ish, not four-ish. 
you let the dog out, you do a couple morning chores, you hit the shower, then you grab another quick little two hour nap. Now you're up, you're up for the day. You do whatever you need to do physically for a while, even if it's just walking, right? Maybe you walk somewhere, do something physically for an hour while you're eating. So that's like 11. Do something that you feel you, you want to do now. Read a book, um, go buy something, go on the internet, uh, go visit somebody, have your lunch. Now it's around two o'clock, go back to doing what you like to do. One more time till like four o'clock, have a nice meal around five. You like to go, to, you like to eat slow, you, you're done like six. In the evening, Television. go somewhere. Television. So you stop doing that, go somewhere. Internet. No, you're already doing that. You can do a little bit of that during the day. Now you gotta go somewhere. And then uh, do it all over again, Ed. In uh, October the 13th, Make sure that you're at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. We've got some things going on. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to reach out to the, this guy, uh, Bing Flores, is into the mini moto scene. Those are the Groms and those are the Kawasaki Pros and to some degree the modified Z50 Hondas and the CT70s. Those those bikes can all, the metri, uh, Metrucks, which is the Metropolitan and the Ruckuses fused together, the Ruckuses, the Metropolitans. There's a, there's a bunch of Zumas. Uh, people have all kinds of electric bikes now that all gather through um, a lot of the efforts of a guy that I'm going to call. His name is Bing Flores. And Bing is right now uh, probably one of the more notable influencers within the mini bike, mini moto scene, I should say. And he was invited, along with a few other big shots, to go to Catalina. And Honda sent them there well they have a testing ground there they they shipped in uh a couple dozen of the new honda monkey bikes the i saw a lot of yellow ones a lot of red ones and i think they had some groms why wouldn't you right and they let all these guys ride the bikes yep they let all the guys ride the bikes um and give their driving impressions or riding impressions i should say Okay, E. So, R. Uh, right here. Yeah, until it's green. It's green. It's green. Right. Yeah, yeah. We cool? It shows green on here. Got a little technical. You good? So, we're going to ring Bing Flores. One's fine. We're going to find out what he thought about those new Honda monkeys. I talked to Darlene over at Honda of Glendale, and, she, and I said, hey, look, maybe you should come out and display this year. She gives us helmets to give away yeah, at the yeah. event. I said, in light of all the popularity, and maybe the Cubs, too, bring those out. The Groms, the Cubs, the new monkey. She can't keep them. She can't keep them. <laughs> can't keep them in stock? No. And, and really, Honda's making it seem as if they're available. You can go to your local dealer and get them, but you can't. Really? Yeah, because there's just not as many of them. All right, so we're going to go to Bing Flores. With uh, Bing is like the leader of the Honda Grom lifestyle. It's uh, it, online, and it's uh, he's solely responsible for all these cool Friday night rides that we take advantage of. We start at nine o'clock, wheels up at nine, and ride all over the place. And maybe sixty bikes will come out. And he picks a place for us to eat. Hey, Bing, um, 
can you hear us? We're on uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Oh yeah, I can hear you clearly. Yeah, when I was uh, reaching out to How you, are you? I, I'm doing well. I'd rather be you right now, by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, we had a uh, we had a good, uh, good two days of uh, riding really here in Carolina. Bing, but, let uh, let me take a second and introduce you to uh, the listeners. Uh, I. I mentioned that you were the head honcho at the Honda Grom Lifestyle uh, and how much uh, you had really done to coordinate a lot of these cool night rides that we attend, as well as just coordinate all the enthusiasts are into some of these cool mini motos. Uh, I happen to have the chance to stumble onto you online, and you're one cool guy. And I, I also suggested that you were one of the many influencers that Honda recently invited to check out the new Honda Monkey Bike out there in Catalina. So you've been out there for, what, a day or so? Uh, this is our second day. There was a first batch that came in. There's like, I think, seven guys. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Kevin from Standing Lodge was with the first batch. So uh, they, they, had a, they had a good time, too. And this other group is uh, with us. And uh, it's a pretty big group, and most of them are from uh, the East Coast, Philadelphia, Toronto, Tennessee. Uh, Greg from uh, the call was there with us. Uh, Malte call was, is here with us. And um, this, 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 uh, the new monkey is, sorry to say, but uh, he writes better than the Grom. He can handle better than the Grom. Stops better than the Grom. And the seat is way better than the Grom. We've been riding all day and the seat is just so comfy. So, Honda did a good job again on this uh, new monkey. So it's a little pricey, but it's worth it. I think. So well, I wanted to I wanted to get your take on it, Bing, because I was looking at ordering one and giving a deposit. I don't. I, I think the only person who beat me to Darlene at Honda of Glendale was Ray Tong from Steady Garage. She had already been there and given her like one or two deposits, but I uh-huh. I I heard from her that you know it was going to be like a 49.95 ballpark proposition which made it a pretty pricey little entry into the monkey bike arena you know that that, that was a so i was expecting more because yes. you know so hearing that you felt that way that it handled better or you felt it did you say yes. it also had more performance you felt i think so because it's it's a lighter bike and it's just people all over to stop us for this bike and we have noticed this bike is going to be good for uh, still canyon riding they, they might laugh at us at the canyon but it's just a lighter bike and sort of like like i said before i'm sorry to say it's quite better than the grump i think because he has two shocks in the rear so it's just an amazing bike uh i told uh, the honda people here that uh, our main complaint was about the price but uh, they showed us, you know, like, there's a lot of nice things on the bike. That's why uh, it's worth it, I think, paying for that, for that amount. A lot of people will argue about the price, but uh, you, you, everybody should just try it before they uh, uh, say something about the price. Bing, just to clarify, Bing, can you, um, can you clarify what they were suggesting the retail price was going to be on this new monkey bike? Okay, there's two prices. The one, the one that has uh, 
the one that has the ABS, of course, it's much more expensive. I think it's like 41 something. And, uh, and the, the one without the ABS is like it's about, about $100 cheaper. But the thing is, the, the, only, the only color that has ABS right now is the color red. So the yellow doesn't have the ABS. So I don't know why they did that. Only the red has the ABS right now. So, um, it's, uh, I, I would agree that it's a little pricey, but that's, uh, but everybody should just try it for, uh, uh, just for that price you can get a bigger bike, but, uh, it's just, a, it's a blast. It's like, it's a blast. Yeah, I think that that was that was really the point that we had made too, Bing, during the last podcast, which was that those mini motos had a certain cachet because they were so much fun. They were retro, they were manageable, lightly, largely because they're low center. It it wasn't a, a huge engine that one twenty five engine. So so getting into the hobby, the the price of entry was a little bit less when you start to look at a similar style bike and by similar you know the engine being somewhat the same as the grom maybe the wheel the wheel tire combo you know if it now went from a $3,700 proposition to let's just say you know a $4,500 proposition or a $4,200 proposition you're looking for something a little bit different and and the thing that I think differentiates that bike from the grom you mentioned the two shocks, but it's just a different looking bike. It, it really has much of a retro it's bike. A different bike. A lot of people think it's a smaller bike. It's as it, it, it's as high as the Grom. It's as the same uh, height of the Grom. So people think even we have a guy here that rode with us. He's like six four and all day long. And he can get, you know, his back didn't hurt or and the seat is just you can drive from up to the seat. It's way better than the Grom seat. That was my that was my first change on my Grom uh, Bing. The first thing I did was take off that dirt bike seat, and, and I I spent four or five hundred bucks on like uh, Corbin, which I love. Yeah. And then yeah. and then it was the beginning of the long process, which everyone goes through, which is the exhaust, and then the mirrors, and then the lights, and then the you know. It, so the fun begins. Now you you had. You had a pretty good group with you at the recent um, big Honda Grom ride, and you're now up there in Catalina. You've been staying busy. How big is the group that you're with now, Bing? And and what have those guys been doing with you? Have they been letting you go around and riding those bikes at a at a at a course that they've designed, or you, you get to freestyle and ride wherever you want to go? How does how's it working out there? How in here in Catalina, Joe? Was it yes. Question? Yes. Started to uh, make that we revive the Honda Monkey. 
don't forget, Joe, the Super Cup is coming out in about a few more months. And that's going to be another, uh, another good event for Honda. So Yeah, I like that. Thank Honda for doing this. Um, hopefully, uh, I just, uh, all, all the things I can say about the Honda are all positive. Well, that's good to hear, Bing. Uh, not really too surprised when it comes to Honda. They're the leaders, and I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I was referring to it as the Cub. I like that clean kind of uh, sport car, indie car, where the, you're pulling off plastic. There's some there's something cool about that Cub. I could see that thing modified with some white walls. I actually sent a picture of that Cub to, um, to Wade Kawasaki over at Coker Tire, one of our sponsors. Because I thought that that passport would be a great platform to showcase the Coker white walls. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, a lot of people don't know that's the number one production bike in the world, Super Cup. They've been using that for in the late 60s, you know, and uh, in Asia, Europe, especially in Asia, uh, they used that for the longest time. So they they make uh, good products. uh, Well, like I said, you know, uh, hopefully they they would test this before they uh, it because even the tank, even even the, the frame, it's like powder coated to the. It's just a it's just a nice bike. So. Well, there you have it, folks. You've got the review from the main man, Bing Flores. Uh, Bing's with the Honda Grom lifestyle scene. Uh, he's a big influencer in that mini moto category. Uh, Bing, I know that your dance card's been full. And uh, I want to wish you guys over at the Honda Grom Lifestyle. Um, Thanks so much, Joe. We, we, we always, we always we like to go around and support you. You, you, you. You're the biggest in the mini bike scene. Well, uh, thanks coming from you. That's cool. You know, I've missed our night rides largely because I've been on the mend, uh, recovering from my shoulder surgery. But each night. Yeah, yeah. Every Friday night, you always, everybody's welcome to join us on our Friday night ride. Uh, getting bigger. Uh, with, when it gets a little cooler, we stop it. It's a fun group every Friday, and uh, you know, hopefully it still goes on, uh, and everybody have fun. Well, here's an official welcome to the uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion class. We've got some Mini Moto Awards. I know that you're busy, Bing, but if you get a chance to spread the word, it's October the 13th. Uh, we've affectionately got oh, yeah, a strong... Oh, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll be reposting the uh, Joe Mini Bike Reunion for that, uh, October 13th. That's Thank you, Bing. And, uh, uh, Joe, and it, All right, there you have it, folks. That's Bing Flores with uh, the Honda Grom Lifestyle giving that new Honda Monkey Bike a thumbs up. You got it, Bing. Thank you, brother. I like like the bike. Ed, I know that you're not really like a fan of those bikes. You're more the rigid frame. There's something cool about these bikes. It took me actually a little while to warm up to the Grom. Um, All of them have like a slow burn on me. Wait till it comes out with a bigger engine problem you're going to have is then you're going to be right back to a ten thousand dollar you know that right now it's crawling up to five and it's an issue they start putting in those 200 cc engines like i've gotten that suzuki in those small bikes you know they'll be up there they'll be up there price wise a lot of money how cool that could be though getting uh invited by honda to roll out to catalina island for a couple of days That's, what do they have a place set up there where well they got they had a slew of hotels there right and some of them are, ride anywhere um, that's that was pretty much it. I think they just kind of delved them out to those guys, four or five or eight at a time, and get to ride. And you know, they 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 do those with cars all the time. They and skis on them and go skiing with them. I guess so, depending on what you're selling, right? 
Have you ever been out to Catalina recently? Yeah, no, not recently. No. Yeah, it's nice. We go to uh, Two Harbor. So the boat goes from either Long Beach or San Pedro right to Catalina and drops off 95% of the people. Right. Thank God. You stay on that boat, and then it crawls up to the northern tip. It's called Two Harbors because you can get to it on the east side and the west side. It's where uh, Natalie Wood yeah, right, was Wood. killed in Two Harbor. And it's a little cove just north, Ed. And unlike Catalina, where it's packed, it's nobody. Really? Yeah, and if you go there, if you go there at a certain time of the year, you can almost ensure you're going to be like a nomad there. Huh. Um, you have you have to be prepared, but the first thing you do when you get off that the Catalina cruiser, you walk down that dock and you look and you see all the trails. You go. I wish I had a mini bike, <laughs> or I wish I had a bike to tear up there. So they're probably having a lot of fun. We've gone up there recently. We'll probably be up there with uh, Gail and Jerry sometime in October, celebrating uh, hopefully the a successful event. So that was Bing Flores. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk to Louie from L&L Motorsports. Louie is the, um, the dino king. He's also the official dino of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, and that's been sponsored in the past by the folks at Steady Garage. Thank you for their support. Um, uh, there was a, a little banter going on the uh, intranet about uh, horsepower, and uh, we'll find out what the highest horsepower was on the dyno to date, as well as talk to Louie about, you know, there's some do's and don'ts about uh, bringing your bike in for the dyno. And, you know, you almost have to be prepared. <laughs> you know, make sure your shit's tight. Um, we're not a place where, where the dyno is not a place where you are going to uh, fire up your engine for the first time, right? <laughs> that's right. not that's not good for anybody so you should already be tuned yeah amongst other things right and and you should also have some idea of how it works and how uh, you're eligible to bring your bike on the dyno I, I i heard something and e i'm gonna have you look into it with me as well apparently there's an app online on your phone that allows you to dyno your bike mm. i don't know how i don't know how it gauges the revolutions of your wheel there's got to be a plug-in something. I can imagine like some sheet of paper, you know, with a with a wire, and that's underneath your deal. And but imagine that. That's crazy. Other than other than awaiting the Jetsons new app for tuning your dyno on your cell phone, you've got to go to a dyno, and that's not easy. Right. So I think one of the biggest attractions we have, one of the biggest reasons why you should consider entering your bike for the twenty bucks or. The fifteen bucks if you get the five dollars off at Campbell, uh, is that if you pre-register, which is that you pay before the show. Not only do you save some money because I think the price goes up five bucks on site, but if you pre-register, you are guaranteed uh, a chance on the dyno. If you were to normally just like try to go get your bike on a dyno, you got to load that thing up, got to get it down there, you got to pay for it, you got it's 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 hundreds of bucks. This is like for 20 bucks, and I know I can get my bike on the dyno and be eligible for everything. It's pretty cool. Um, so we'll, we'll talk to Louie about some do's and don'ts. We'll also get some stories about Louie because he's been with us since the beginning, if you recall. Right. And I'm curious about his uh, take on the evolution of the dyno activity here at JMBR. And if we're actually, um, if, if he's, if he's because the first year, I don't know if you remember, but the first couple of years, I was beating the bushes trying to get people to, to put their bike on the dyno. Yep. Um, another one of what I thought was my surefire are good ideas, and it was, it was slow coming. Slow, yeah. What was it? Do you think kept everybody away? 
they really didn't want to. They, they, <laughs> they didn't want to really find out what their bike was putting out. Talking all that shit they online. Talk all that crap, and then, oh, huh? Do you recall some of the guys who went on there early? Uh, Charles was always there. Was it, it was D? A, D. It was, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Rafa, Rick. I think his guys. The the ghost guy. Yeah, yeah, name? Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah. There was. Uh, yeah, there's a few guys that came out there. What about my man Rashan? Didn't he come out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we so we had a few of the hardcore guys that are really well. They, solo. So, yeah, solo. Solo came out, and then it got packed. You'll notice, like last year. In fact, so we've had to we relocated the dyno largely because of not only the crowd, but also the sound. So it's um, it really anchors the event, and it projects back. And there's um, there's no denying that that's grown in popularity. We'll see if we can get uh, a little bit more. My uh, West Bend A twenty is going to turn thirty three horsepower. You're going to take home uh, the cup. Yeah, I've been, I've been I've been tuning it. You talking shit? I've been tuning it. Watch out! <laughs> Watch out, Charles. That two two stroke. Now it was, it, was, it was a big block. Was it thirty three horsepower? Uh, big be, Mike. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it was thirty three and change. It was a big block. I've been working on that two stroke, Charles. Can get that thing up to four horsepower. <clears throat> oh, there was a lady. Did, did, I, I, I hashtagged Evil Ed. There's a lady talking about your. Oh uh, yeah, you know that was an age forty-seven. Yes. Okay, you're a forty-six. I have age fifty-eight. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, mine's a little bit bigger motor. Yeah, but she had two cool ones. Yeah. Now, were really those red? Weird. Were those original red, or did she have those redone? They probably were red. Those look sweet. Why don't you nibble and see if <laughs> who was that gal? I forgot her name. Well, let's look into it. We, we may be interested but, in at least yeah, one of those. I saw that. That was pretty cool. I also see that uh, your man, Justin. You're Justin's. Justin Eichler? <laughs> yeah, he's great. What's up, Justin? Shout out. Justin is uh, being a great ambassador. Thank you. Uh, some, some folks from out of state are coming in early for the show. Many of them will be hanging out with Justin as well as um, Ian coming to town. And I think that uh, we've got our friends from Arizona rolling in. I don't know. It's gonna be. It could be good. Could be pretty good. Yeah, I uh, ordered all this stuff today, Ed. We've got some apparel coming in. I told you we're going Dodger Blue this year. I gotta we- go home and start mass- matching faces with names, so when they come up to me, I don't go. How you doing? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I think I. I think I remember you. <laughs> well, if if your mo is going to continue to be to find a shady spot and sit down. Then we should make a throne, like a padded chair, like a pimp chair, and then we can have a little the we can have what do they call that the little you know when you walk the red carpet the stanchions yeah the stanchions and the ropes and I don't know maybe maybe we do a little thing no, where they let's not do that not yet no all right not yet well you're gonna be a little bit you're gonna mingle a little bit more though is what I'm sensing yeah okay so with that said. You know, what we're looking at up here, folks, and due to all this technical high-tech camera equipment that we have, you can you can literally look at one side. This is the last. Now, I, I sold a Gerald, the last XXXLs, and this is the last Evil Ed that I have anywhere because I've cleaned out the garage, if you, oh, really? as you've seen. Yeah, so I'm wow. going to keep that one. Maybe you'll autograph that for me. And the hats were what really sold on site. The t-shirts were a slow burn. And they and, and so are mine. So we're going to continue to offer but just a very select group of uh, limited edition Evil Ed flat bill 
um, adjustable hats. And you're going to probably have to sign a few of those. So whoever buys one of those hats on site, Ed, you get your big $3.82 commission. Mm-hmm. And then the autograph. And I'll let you keep the pen. So that's a pretty good deal when you think okay, about it. Man. Make sure it's a Sharpie. Yeah, I'll go with the dark Sharpie. And uh, we'll take some, uh, we'll look at some of the posts. We encourage you guys. In fact, we're going to read off some of the posts. Uh, that's going to be our second half. And then we're going to get with Louie as soon as we come back. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We've got the big show coming up on the 13th. There's anybody out there that has some questions or needs a little help uh, getting your bike done? Uh, save those questions for after the break. We're going to take a quicker break. We're only going to take a five minute break this time instead of our typical 10. And uh, we'll finish this podcast up in a second. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast brought to you by Pioneer. Is your car stereo a little outdated? Don't sell your car. Upgrade it. Get hands-free calling with Android Auto on the new Pioneer Next. New from the makers of legendary Brake Clean, the Shop Size Brake Clean Pro Series. The larger pro size can has 50% more of the Brake Clean you've trusted for over 47 years. Also available in three non-chlorinated formulas. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It is uh, Season 3, Episode 13. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Oh, I was wondering where the beer went, Ed. Are you clipped? No. Oh, great. Do you mind? You know. How'd you get over there? Well, I had two. This was the uh, last of the first show. And this was the uh, first of the uh, second half. Almost got ahead of myself. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I see Charles' mini drag bike recently joined in. We had a few other. Who's 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 watching? Who's up this? Corona late? Irving. Hold on, hold on. Corona Irving. Is that Irving Corona or Corona Irving? So I was looking at the names of folks as they signed in at the shows over the years. Uh-huh. I do that every year. <clears throat> I go back and look at every year from the first, and I. I double check that I have your name or your email address or if it's been updated. And I come to um, Vernell Potter, which was the name, first, last. And then the signature was signed. All alone. Potter Vernell. Potter Vernell. (laughs) So that was still confusing and remains. Corona Irving, yes. But not as much now. Because you could tell he never would be named Irving. (laughs) <laughs> corona irving says corona, cheers. so corona was doing the pizza but was it as good as the pizza that linda made for us oh i don't know it was pretty good yeah and i know that you pizza. only had one piece you're gonna have to take some home that, that was good pizza that wasn't bad you know what i did i was <clears throat> i was um rushing and i got everything on there and realized i hadn't put the the mozzarella cheese on there so that was the last thing I put on this pizza. Unlike what I would typically do is it'd First. be like second or yes, you know, the grated cheese and all that stuff and then put the topping. So I did it differently. It was good. So thank you, Linda. Linda does a good job, Ed. Yep. 
she uh, got you your soda again. She got E's little salad. I went and saw the little doggies. Yeah, she's a good kid. Chi Wei is watching. Chu Wei. Chu Wei. Chi Remember Wei. him? Chu Wei. Yeah. He won the um, the giveaway last giveaway. year. Giveaway. All right, let's talk about the giveaway. I called Frank at F&B, and um, it's just not going to be done. Not a big surprise. Right? So if you recall, I said, okay, you're a promoter. Go take that hat off now. Put on another hat. Call that Bob. Bob calls me back. Because I left a message with Bob. Speaking of Robert Oliveira, the uh, 2018 Joe's Mini Bike Reunion uh, newest inductee into the Hall of Fame, joining Evil Ed and the likes of many others. Uh, I got a message back from Bob about five minutes later, and ironically, I was then on the phone. So it goes to voicemail, and he didn't quite say who he was. He just said he was calling back from the complaint department and left the phone number. You should have known who it was then. <laughs> so I call back already knowing that if he's left the message that it's the complaint department, then more than likely I'm not going to be getting what I'm asking for. Because I had asked him if I could press him for a two-piece to replace and maybe even make it a roller, right? Thing if I can get a two-piece, might as well press it, get some axles and some wheels and tires. But he's like, look, those those small bikes, because I've got the one. Right. In fact, it's still in there. I'm going to bring that to the show. And then I have another two-piece because as soon as I, as we saw that one, it's like, I've got to have another one. Even if I just had the two-piece kit just to have. So I, I'm on that long list. And he doesn't sell those to everybody because they're really not made for riding. They're really more for show. And he does, he's kind of select. That was the good news, bad news. I'm kind of select and I've got one, maybe two. Yet he doesn't have any of them lying around. And if he did, he didn't want to just have them available for a giveaway because that would kind of entice somebody randomly who wins that to maybe try to ride that thing and build it and ride it. And that's not really what it was he was going for. So he schooled me on that. He had nothing else available because everything else he has, including the bikes that he had offered on the show, gone. So I um, asked Brian, or excuse me, I correct myself, not Solo, Frank, if he had one. I think I had kind of teased him about that earlier. It's like, hey, look, if nothing else, as a backup. So he's checking to see if maybe there's an F&B roller for me as an option. And then I've got two other irons in the fire. When I went to GTS, I don't think you made it that time because you weren't feeling good. Remember yeah, right. I missed it. I liked what he was doing. And then I saw that video that D did. You could just see that, you know, Rafa was living it. And then we had him on the show. And within the hardcore group of mini bikers out here, GTS is pretty damn popular. And a lot of guys have had a GTS. Yeah, he sells frames all over. And I bet he could do something nice for us, but he's busy too. So I reached out and left a message for Rafa. And Rafa, if you're listening, or D for that matter, um, hook me up because after I'm there, then it's like my little Indian. And the more I think about it, I'm thinking two things. The first one is that this Rutman we've been trying to get done for a giveaway does not want to work. Something out there bigger than us is keeping it from happening. I'm keeping that bike. It's no longer going to be that. We'll make the giveaway that we should have done for Pioneer should have been a Grom. Think so? 
Japanese companies, much more compatible. You know, it's much more suited for that younger person that would be also interested in car audio. I think I think I may have pressed on that one, and that's why it's not working. It's just not the right thing. So um, with all that said, that's what's happening with the bike, the giveaway bike. I've got a few other things happening that are all good. And we talked earlier about the popularity of the dyno, right? Before we get Louie on the phone, is there anybody on there, Ed? You want to yeah, yeah. Who's Dane Walton's watching. Hey, Dane. Frank Frankez is watching. Hi, Frank. Oh, Frank can give us some input then. Yeah, Corona's back on. Talking to Frank. Um, How about your boy? Um, Gail. Gail? Gail's watching. No, it's too late for her. Hi, no, Gail. It says, it says Gail. All right. And then just Linda says, thanks, sister. She, says, she said Linda's the best. We're going to get all Lin- that. What Linda about- says, thanks, sister. Oh, God, that can go on forever. Well, I'm going to give a couple shout-outs if I can. I'll squeeze some in. I want to give a shout-out to Brad DeMoise. Brad, who we had on. In fact, Brad, you, along with Karen Krause and Isaiah Gibbs, uh, I just saw a confirmation from Tim at Small Engine Cams. Your camshafts are going out, if they haven't already gone out. So congratulations. And John Benet, Ramsey. I know you did it, John. It's like the other chick in the Bahamas. They think they found out who killed her after 50 years. It's probably the same John. See, now I'm afraid if he comes to the mini bike show, he's going to kill one of us. Anyways, um, Brad pulled off a pretty stout inaugural inaugural mini bike show, the Southeast Michigan Mini Bike Reunion, 2018. And we were proud to contribute in a small way. Gave us a little love on the banner. But he got like 100, I don't know, 100 and change? bikes out there it's a lot nice bikes and some really cool trophies put it together pretty quick with um who's that new line mini bikes is that the group that he was with remember we had his buddy on last time he was on but those guys nice job congratulations on that brad and uh continued success on your event and as you continue to promote that um take it easy take it slow make it go um and, you know, he's got the passion. Brad's a cool guy. We met him out at that Detroit meet and greet. Hopefully, I have a chance to see him soon. Maybe one day see him out at the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Held October the 13th this year. I want to give a shout out to a few f- friends. Ed, we're, we're slowly approaching the 3,000 likes on the Facebook page. It's kind of pathetic. <laughs> we, should have, we should have more than that. But fortunately, we don't hawk a lot of that and promote a lot of that. But it is nice. More recent ones are Dale Garner, Jim Christensen, Kevin Horde, um, Built mini bikes, which is interesting because we've been hanging out with those guys for a little while. See, that happens too. A lot of times people follow you, but they don't right. like it, whatever the fuck you're supposed to do. So, um, the turtle, Eddie McComas. Um, I've been talking to a guy, Clee Turner, and I immediately thought it was Ike's cousin or brother. <laughs> and it turns out it's not. He's up in the Bay Area, and him and I have something uniquely in common, Ed. Guess what that is? Chevy's? He is uh, owns a Papoose. Oh, he does? Yeah, and oh, he's looking okay. for a drivetrain at one of those Minarelli engines oh, okay. as well as some exhausts. He's like, brother, keep looking at, uh, keep looking <laughs> online. That's all you can do, Clee. Is- That's all you can do. I saw, I saw something for a little Indian Papoose. What'd you see? I think it was a gas tank or something. There's a start. Sale. He had one. He has a tank on his. He sent me some photos. <clears throat> his is black plated. 
I told him to come down and check us out. He likes you like everybody else said. So say hi to him, <laughs> would you? What's up? Clee Turner. What's up, Clee? And um, uh, Dave Rosicki, uh, Lucy Watts, Terry Haynes, Bob Watson, uh, Ivan Overdane, uh, Guy Faulkner, Cesar Mercado, Tony Serino, uh, Rich Robitello, Mark Torresano. Those are names from the past as long as well as um, I heard on, you know, it was, it was Sunday, I think, and I had heard from uh, a young guy, a young guy, he's my age, a guy that I knew well when I was a young kid, Paul Zeke Zaleski, who I lived on Elizabeth Street back in my hometown. He had sought me out. Uh, he's he's doing well. He's married. He's got three great kids. He's a, <laughs> imagine that. I know somebody who's a, I think he's a um, a pharmacist, but he was always smart. We weren't really smart kids. He, he was one of them that was. So he's he uh, apparently was telling childhood stories with his wife, and it got to me, and it got to the mini bike, and he started to look for me online. Oh, really? And then found out not only he found me, but he found out the magnitude of the mini bike involvement still. And there he is now. He's uh, he's the head audio guy at ESPN. He sent us that little message. But so I want to give a shout out to you, Paul. Hopefully you're doing well. Uh, Terry Stakes, Alden Smith, Chris Scott. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> uh, Joe Petralia. Joe's coming out from Arizona, as well as uh, hopefully some of the other guys, Nick and John from Arizona. They offered to help out, maybe set up. You were pretty set up at that event. Usually the, the big thing is, is laying the mats out the day before and then putting the uh, suicide tape up. <laughs> That's all we can really do. Uh, we staged the trailer. And um, it's pretty much done. It isn't until that following morning, that 6 a.m. where we that 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. scramble where we get the audio up and we've got either we've got the food f- trucks. It's too um, early to work. You're like, yeah, uh, you just want to find coffee and a place to be left alone, right? Uh, let me wake up for a minute. But uh, there are there are a couple little duties. Most of them are easy, you know, and helping out either with checking in and directing people where to go we're going to try to make things easy and um i talked to aj aj russo is one of the longtime staff guys he works up front with mikey uh mike robletto a belated happy birthday to you my man mikey we were out this weekend partying with him cool we God, got a dallas guffrey yeah dallas guthrie guffrey he's watching is he i think he's arizona guy is he i don't know i, I think so um doesn't sound familiar to me mike hughes uh, from Texas. <sighs> now, Mike Hughes, they've got some big mini bike event. You can check him out. Those are the, the Texas Outlaw mini bike guys. You got to see the trophies that they're making for their event. Make you want to tra- you make you want to box up and throw out the traditional trophies as we know them, the cups and the yeah the angels with the fucking art, you know the, Wing. the wings on them, the plaques. Yeah, we've got to. John Benet says he can help with what. The trophies oh no, help in the morning yeah. oh yeah thank you john appreciate it you're doing too much but john won uh, john won a 50 dollars gift certificate from go power sports hey look i've got to get louie on the line he doesn't have all freaking day ed oh let's 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 i get, thought we already did that that was bing that was big yes that was bing so now i'm going to turn this on all right let's talk to louie let's see here all right that's on and this is louie now louie is uh the the head honcho at lnl motorsports they're they're in the the high desert. Lancaster. I think all that area is the high desert, isn't it? Mojave. 
It's like, Jesus Christ, it's so fucking hot there. Just saying it makes me hot. Anything with a Ville in it, a Victorville, or a Castor, or a Plaster, or a... When they start naming rocks in the city, like Quartz Hill... Quartz Hill. It's fucking hot. Hey, Lou. Hi, Lou. Can you hear us? Can you hear me now? Oh, there you go. Folks, uh, welcome to the podcast. This is Louie, the head honcho at L&L Motorsports in the high desert. Louie's been... Um, Hanging there with us with these crazy mini bikes trying to squeeze out anything more than 20 horsepower for the last few decades. And Lou, thanks for joining us on the podcast. How's, how's things going so far? Everything's going good. How was your day? Busy. Uh, you know, I'm always on the road with the dyno, so getting the data ready to go somewhere this weekend, too. What's a day in the life like? For Louis at L and L Motorsports with that dyno, are you are you traveling just within the state? Will you go anywhere? Do you find yourself returning to events that you go to often? What what's a day in a life like? Yeah, a little bit of little bit of uh, traveling, not as much as I used to. I used to go to Pennsylvania. Um, you know, I try to stay in in California here. Um, you know, I have an event once a month somewhere. That I travel to, you know, motorcycle shops or uh, events like yours. Well, Lou, I gotta wonder when did it when that light bulb moment come for you? You decided that you'd want to just turn this interest with Dino uh, into something that you're going to make a, a a business. When what wh- what what sparked that idea with you? Where you decided you were going to make that a go? Huh. That is a that, that is a funny thing. Um, I am uh, always been in going fast, um, whether it be race cars, drag boats, anything like that. Um, I road race uh, semi-professionally myself and uh, used a dyno, a local dyno, and a Harley shop. And uh, they, they sold the Harley shop, and the gentleman that took it over says, we don't want no Jap bikes. So... I went and bought myself a dyno and only for my own bike in my garage, the road race. And after about six months, everybody at the local track found out I had a dyno. So there started L&L Motorsports because <laughs> I did racetracks from California to New Mexico every weekend. And Lou, was the dyno, because I... I'm I'm new to it in the way that I would assume that you buy a dyno and it's installed in a shop. Was yours installed in your shop and then did you make it portable or did you have a dyno that because it was just used for your bikes, it allowed it to be a portable unit? Uh, again, it, it's, so all the dynos are, you can put them anywhere you want. Okay. Uh, my, my idea was, um, being at the racetracks, being where the bikes are instead of having the bikes come to me. So I put it in, in a trailer. Um, I was the first person in California to put a dyno in a trailer. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, well, when I was looking at trying to enhance the performance aspect of the show, I only had to outdo what was a very lame cackle fest. I had to one up that. And as I started to think of things, cause we're so limited, our event maintains somewhat of a static backdrop. You can't ride the bikes. So they allowed us right. to do the cackle fest, 
which is kind of cool because at least you get to hear them and people at least enjoyed that. But as I strike, as I, I look to stretch that canvas a little bit, I don't know what it was, Lou. I think it was, I was at a roadkill event or a hot rod power tour event. And we started to book guys who had formulated a similar company where they had a portable dyno and they would bring it to car shows and it became the event within the event and it became right. the, the main attraction for the the hardcore performance guys the guys who came there really not to see some chrome chopper mini bike but came to see some built west bend you know or a big block on alcohol uh, and see if you can hear a, one of these little small engines get 35 40 horsepower and we've yet to get there but uh that having that dyno and taking it on the road seemed to be just what the doctor ordered and I don't know. I think I got to Dino Jet in Las Vegas, either online or through some of my phone calls. And one of those guys there gave me your contact info. And I, I couldn't be any happier to have had the chance to strike it up with you. And Evil Ed, who is my co-host here, you probably remember Ed from the event. Lou, if you don't, uh, Ed, yep. say hi to Louie. Hi, Louie. Hi, Ed. Um, <clears throat> we, we struggled, and we literally had to go out. It, it was like, you know, when, you when you're in high school, the fucking line's 20 deep for, for baseball and basketball. When you have the wrestling right. team, you got to go fucking recruit yep. people for football and wrestling because no one wants to get hurt, right? So the, so the dyno, Lou, I thought was going to be, and Lou, you've always done a good job with me, and I'll just be very square. My, my investment with Lou isn't even over $1,000. It's under that. But it's worth every right. penny. And, and, and I think about it, Lou, we allow these guys to have a chance to put their bike on a dyno just for paying like a 15 or 20 dollar admission what would it cost what would what would it cost somebody who just had a mini bike who for whatever reason had to have his bike on a dyno what would it cost him if he just wanted to go out and do that on his own so to come to me and do what we're doing there uh, it would probably be a hundred dollars so so if a guy gets that done for 15 or 20 dollars it's a pretty good deal right well and, and that, yes a really good deal and so, the deal is that the reason it works so well there is because we have all the people already there. Yes. Gives you like a built-in audience. Yes. So, Lou, what I was getting at is the first attempt that we had, and I want to think it's our one, two, three, fourth, going on our, our seventh year, and I think this will be our fourth or fifth working together. We relocated. Right. We relocated because of the popularity. And then we right. had we had to go out the first year or two and, and court people to bring their bikes into the dyno. Now we don't have that problem. Can right. you can you right. g can you give some of the listeners an idea of what's taken place inside that trailer over the years from the first year and the <clears throat> few bikes that we've had to what you see coming in there now? Is there anything that you've noticed? Well, you know, again for the event. I, I think, and I, you know, I don't want to take away everything from the event, but, you know, a lot of people come there for a dyno because a lot of people can't get a, their, a mini bike dyno. And, you know, the dyno's for a bigger bike and nobody caters to them, you know, like like you do and I do. I agree. Um, and, and it doesn't matter, you know, anything that runs, I'm going to work on, I'm going to tune, um, you know, and, and like the very first year that we, we, I did this event with you. Um, people are trying to make their bikes stronger, faster, and the dyno every year has proven that. And that's what 
you know, people try to do is, you know, you have a tool to show what you can do better to your bike or, you know, I, I talk to the guys that are on the dyno, uh, you know, tire pressure, uh, chain loop, um, having your chain adjusted right will make horsepower. And, um, you know, that's why I have a couple bikes last year, a couple guys that came came over to me, dyno, and I said, hey, go try this, and then they come back, hey, try this, and then it we make more horsepower, you know. So it, it, and it's a tool. Yeah, I was just gonna say it. It not only beco- it not only becomes a uh, a situation where they're able to see the true horsepower for their bike, but it really becomes a come to Jesus for them on on, on fine tuning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, interesting on the chain. I would have passed right by the significance of that. What are some of the common mistakes that the chain the chains are too tight or, or the opposite too loose, Lou? Both. Right. Exactly. So. You know, it's, it's fine too, and especially on the mini bike that doesn't have a suspension. But one of the things, you know, I do horsepower shootouts on big bikes where we make 700 horsepower, you know, on a big bike. Um, chain, lubing your chain on a 750 on a regular bike that you ride every day will give you five horsepower on a dyno. <laughs> there's, there's a little tipper <laughs> trick for you right there. Lou, when folks there's are shooting. Yeah, t- tire pressure, you know, to, to make sure your tire pressure is set, there's horsepower. How much horsepower is in tire pressure? Uh, it, it's, most of them usually, usually range around 100 horsepower. You know, um, the big bikes, because we've been doing big bikes forever, um, I can tell you a Pirelli tire gets, a, gets a, another brand tire, will give you five horsepower on the dyno. Hmm. So... When we go to big bike horsepower shootouts, which I have one on this Saturday, these guys have been to me and asked me what we're going to do to make more horsepower. How can we make more horsepower? So then it gets into every every event, just like Joe's mini bike. It gets better, faster, stronger because we can make a couple more horsepower, a couple more horsepower. Lou, where is that event this weekend taking place? It is at the Lama Motorsports. Um, motorcycle. Uh, sure. It's a motorcycle dealership, and uh, I'm there quite a bit. And they have a big oh sidewalk saddle stuff like that, and it's a horsepower shootout, and yes. it's at Redonda Beach. Yeah, right uh, off location. the 405. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, we've been out there, Lou. Uh, while you've <clears throat> been, uh, how many years now have you been in the Dino game? Has it been uh, close to 15 years? It's been over a decade. 25. There you go. So, Lou, quarter of a century. What um, what are what are some things that you can tell some of the participants who are anxious to bring their bikes on the dyno? I I, I termed it dyno etiquette, and it was a little highbrow, but I meant that because there are certain things that you should not assume when you bring your bike in. There are certain things that your bike should already have been kind of pre-lubed or or, or pre-qualified. Can you give? That's exactly what I talk about. Ch- chain, chain is important because you know, like not not this year. I mean, not last year, but the year before. I had a couple chains come off. Um, you know, your chain being an adjustment. It's really important things that miss is tire pressure. You know, come up with the right tire pressure in the back. Um, basically, it's operating tire pressure of that brand of tire, which the manufacturer has it, and there's a reason why they have it because they did the research. Um, so that's basically one of the things. And then, 
Um, yeah, that covers it on the bikes. What I was really talking about, too, is the actual guy who owns the bike, the guy or gal who, who rolls the bike up. Many of them either want to, uh, I'm sure you see some of them that are just anxious to get the bike to you and jump out of the trailer. There's others that you probably wish you can pry away. Can, can you give can, can you give us a little bit of a sense of what you uh, like to describe as, as your perfect dino customer, so to speak? You know, well, especially the those that... Way to put it is somebody ready to go, you know? Um, and, and I'm not really sure if that's what you're asking. But somebody that is ready to go, that, that all that work is already done, you know, come up with a clean bike and, and, and ready to run it. And you don't have issues with uh, folks getting in the way, taking selfies, or maybe, um, you know. Well, we talked about it, uh, you and I, this this year. We're gonna we're gonna put some uh, barriers around there just to uh, keep people getting too close to the dyno. But um, you know, I always look back and try to get people out from straight behind the dyno. Um, yeah, the you know, team could fly a, right off. Tire goes tire or something like that. So. Lou, have you dodged a, a couple scary, hairy moments in the dyno? That's a pretty confined space in there, and you're there, like you said, with some of those big horsepower engines, whether, whether it's motorcycles or cars. Have you had any scary tales that you lived through? Yeah. Um, so on the big bikes, uh, NOS, uh, or nitrous run nitrous, um, if it's a dry system, some of the computers on the bike would add fuel, and then when you let go of the nitrous, it'd lean out. And uh, the top of the bottle come off. Um, uh, <laughs> That'll get um, your attention. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and you know I I put for a month and a half I was pitch, uh, picking out rod caps on the bottom of my trailer on a CX fourteen turbo. You know, and that's the thing is, you know I am I'm comfortable in the dyno, so so usually the customer is okay for me on some bikes and they come to me that be in the, in the trailer and I remember this one time on that ZX I filled the trailer full of smoke because the motor went away and the guy got out of the trailer well the easiest thing is the Dynajet Dyno has so many fail safes for it there's a bright red button you hit a space bar on the, on the keyboard all that stuff and the brake comes on on the Dyno so it stops it easy enough yeah a lot you of know, safeguards a, there Dynajet has, has made a really nice Dyno that Hey, Lou, uh, let me ask you, uh, I recently heard on one of these mini moto uh, social media sites, those are the Honda Groms, those little 125 engines, the Kawasaki Pros, uh, supposedly there's an app for your iPhone which allows you to dyno your bike on 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 an iPhone's app. Now, obviously, there's got to be some plugins that are either attached to the bike or underneath the rear tire, but... As you just hear about that, is, does it seem like technology is getting way ahead of itself here, or do you just find that kind of normal now that you'd almost be able to dyno your bike on a, on, a, on an iPhone app now? <laughs> well, I mean, that, that won't work. Uh, I, you know, I mean, someone's awesome, super smart, but, you know, it works off a drum mass, off the drum on the dyno. Right. So I don't, I don't know how they could do that. You know, it might be a guesstimate. 
Yeah, we were talking about that. You know, some kind of a thin mat that had a wire that connected to the uh, a plug-in. But it, it, I guess what I'm just saying is that it's, it's kind of amazing the way technology gets ahead of itself. Technology. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, we're, we're constantly evolving in dyno firmware, software, you know, move up to the next to the next deals. You know, it's always um, better, faster, stronger. That's what, what it's about, right? Hey, Lou, if folks want to find out how they may be able to get a hold of you uh, for a, maybe a big event that they've got planned or would just uh, like to maybe reach out, what's the easiest way for folks to get a hold of you? Um, my phone number, which is 661-944-9043. That's my office number. I and uh, if I don't grab it, that will give you my cell phone number. How's your dance card looking? You're you're pretty busy. I know every time I talk to you, you got a pretty full dance card. How how far ahead of you are you of things? Are you booked? Uh, usually about a month at least. You know, it's it's. I can work things around. I mean, I, I always ask for a month notice. Well, that's a pretty normal or pretty uh, yeah. uh, fair yeah. opportunity there. I look forward to seeing you, Lou. It's um, it, it's a big part of the event. I appreciate the effort, and I always like just uh, getting the chance to say hi to you. So. Are you bringing you bringing anybody with you again this year? Yeah, I'm gonna bring my kid. Again. What was his name again? Lewis. Oh, there you go. So yeah, I won't have to remember then, another uh, name. I could just say Lou. Yeah, that's that's easy. And and I got a uh, you know a bunch of guys that uh, came out last year. Not a bunch of guys, but I got some guys last year that's been telling everybody. My neighbor guys want to come out. I tell everybody about it, show them pictures and stuff. So everybody's pretty excited. Thank so you, I'm Lou. Good. I appreciate the love. I look forward to uh, seeing you on the October the 13th. Have a great rest of the week. Have a great um, weekend. And I'll see you October yep. the 13th at CV Park. It's uh, Lou from L&L Motorsports. See you, Lou. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Lou is um, Lou's a really cool guy, and I'm glad that uh, he's there. What we're just talking about is it's got a little bit crazy inside the dyno. That's all. And we... Um, we just wanted to make sure that everybody remained safe. Could you imagine with those nitrous bikes blowing up inside that freaking trailer? Right? Rod caps at the bottom. Yeah, just picking them out like people throw Here's gum at the bottom cap. of a movie theater. Here's another rod cap. So um, let's Ed, let's take a look, see if we can uh, give some final shout-outs here as we end up the podcast today. I was, um, I was actually pretty glad that we were able to get a hold of both of those guys. We struck out. When we tried to reach out to some of our guys in South Carolina last time, let's see. We've got Simple Tom, I saw his name on there earlier. Yeah, Simple Tom. Oh, Tom Zuzicki. Tom Zuzicki. Yeah. Well, if there's anybody else on there that you want to give a shout out to, if not, folks, we're uh, working towards it. If you have any questions about the event, AJ Russo. Hi, AJ. AJ had brought up a couple uh, things when we had talked. In fact, that's. I think I was getting into that just before I had switched over to uh, talking to Lou. As we wrap up here, and it's um, it's about pre-registering. If you pre-register online, it's twenty dollars, and it ensures you that opportunity to go on the dyno. If you go to the local Campbell Automotive, which is on Honolulu Avenue in Montrose, up until the first of October, and then they're moving on from October the first to the twelfth uh, to their new location on Foothill Boulevard, right next to uh, the Everest, which is a restaurant. There's a uh, the old Stillmore Automotive Building, you save $5. So for 15 bucks, not only can you insure an opportunity on the dyno, um, but you can get the VIP check-in, which is that you literally just show up. AJ suggested that we have uh, maybe some consideration in a different line. 
So if you've pre-registered, there'll be a separate area when you first come in where all you have to do is go in there, give them your a license, and they'll confirm that you're on the list, and they'll give you your wristband, and you'll be good to go. And it just saves you from having to uh, spend all that time at the, the main desk where the folks that haven't pre-registered are signing up. So we'll do that. We'll have a separate spot. And uh, AJ, thank you for all your continued help. Uh, AJ's the guy with the big afro. You see him at uh, check-in. He has a similar hairstyle as Emmanuel. He can't miss him. In fact, they look like brothers. Uh, we mentioned that he's going to be there this year. We're looking forward to the scleroderma uh, folks coming out there and continuing to uh, uh, promote ways that you can not only attain awareness about that, but also how you can help. Uh, we've got F&B coming out. We'll be talking to, uh, hopefully, hopefully Frank's got a little something, something for us and maybe a frame that we can give away, but we're working forward and working towards a new roller giveaway. And uh, like everything else, it's all happening. Before you know it, it's October the 13th, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Check us out on our Facebook page. We've got one more podcast before the show. I think it's the Wednesday before the show. What's that day, D? We'll figure that out. You think I'd write that down, Ed? Uh, 7.38? Yeah, we will have one more podcast. It's the 10th. 10th? Yep. And uh, we'll have a special <laughs> guest. I'm talking to Alana. Uh, Alana Sher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe joining us prior to the show. If not, we may even have some folks in town for the event, some special guests, and we'll have them on. And we'll also see if we can enlist some of the sponsors of the event, talk a little bit more about what we'll be giving away. And usually we have a, a cool slew of prizes. I'll be uh, going down to Pioneer next week. I'll be heading down to Mother's Polish next week. Uh, we've reached out to our friends over at Go Power Sports and Studs and CRC, as well as a few others. Excuse me, I think it's it's my... I'm thirsty for more pizza. <laughs> we kind of ate in a hurry. Uh, thanks for uh, listening in, everybody. Uh, we'll be back one more time. Uh, go to joesminibikereunion.com to register. Again, it's October the 13th. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. It's the seventh annual brought to you by Pioneer. Ed, anybody you want to say uh, goodbye to or any shout-outs you want to give before we uh, call Yeah, I was night? looking here. Here's Justin Eichler's on there, James Griffin. Um Oh, James, Eric, yes, this, Eric Cordova. Remember James? Josh Vargas. James is the guy yeah, yeah. I bought the engine from. Hi, mm -hmm. James. Hopefully you'll come to the show. Albert Hernandez. Kyle Cockins. Oh, Jake Moe. Jake, what's happening? I like that photo of uh, your son in the bib. Did you see that, Ed? Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. That. Moe and Moe kids are wearing JMBR bibs. Did you get that? The whole Moe and... All right. Thanks. I try to be funny, you know? That's about it? Do you have oh, a gold microphone? <laughs> I don't have a gold. Yeah, well, you know what you say, Ed. Hey, Ed, one last thing. You are talking about a Taco 44. If you're interested in a nice Taco 44, Evil Ed may have a line on one. Somewhere around 1600 bucks, give or take. A really nice one. Comes from uh, a good line. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about it too, Ed. But <laughs> but if you guys are looking for a nice Taco 44, how can they get a hold of you, Ed? Um, big Evil 1, 2. That's Big Evil 1 and the number 2. So it's it's Alpha 1. Big Evil O-N-E. Yes. Number, numeric 2. 2. At Yahoo.com. You, you're stepping up. You got off AOL. That's great. <laughs> I hate AOL. So you're doing good, Ed. All right, great. Uh, that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Brought to you by Pioneer. Also, all our good friends at Small Engine Cam, uh, Stutz Performance, Go Power Sports, CRC. Probably a few others, Ed. Who else did I miss? That's about it. I'll catch you the next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast brought to you by Pioneer. Later.
Minibike Show.